0: Good morning. Good morning. I'm going to start off with a fun fact. I have been fascinated by the solar system since I was a young girl. I'm not sure how that came to be, but I can still hear the echoes of my grandmother's voice as we repeated together, I see the moon, the moon sees me, God blesses the moon and God blesses me, we would do that almost every night as we gazed into the evening sky that was filled with stars and an ever-changing moon. I remember memorizing the names of the planets in elementary school and the excitement, even watching it on a black-and-white TV when I saw Neil Armstrong take his first steps on the moon. My first experience with a solar eclipse was in 1970, and then we got to experience another one just several years ago. I do confess, however, I was more than just disappointed when Pluto got demoted from a planet to a dwarf planet. But nothing, nothing pales in comparison to when I unexpectedly came to realize that through my love and my fascination with the heavens, God was slowly and surely revealing himself to me all of those years when the words of psalm 8 that we used for our call to worship became more than just words but became evidence of God when the moon and stars are suspended in space that God had established what are humans that God is mindful of them oh lord our lord how majestic is your name in all the earth. To know that you now know that God, the creator of the universe in all its splendor, cared enough about me to reveal himself to me in ways that a child could see but not yet fully understand. This is... Umbling, and sometimes when I think about it, it still takes my breath away to come to the realization that no longer did I not only know about God, I knew God as revealed in this part of creation that is difficult to describe to you, yet so very real to me. The truth By the power of the Holy Spirit, God revealed and reveals himself to us through creation. As Rhodes said, today is Trinity Sunday. It's a day that is set aside in the church year where we are actually given the opportunity to intentionally acknowledge and celebrate the mystery of the Trinity, of who God is and how God can be three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, yet one God. The Trinity has existed throughout all of time from eternity to eternity, but the actual word Trinity is not recorded in Scripture. Jesus did not explain the Trinity, nor is the Trinity some abstract concept made by scholars or theologians. Rhodes told us that they have been studying and debating and writing about this for centuries, attempting to um, make the idea of the Trinity more understandable. People have used symbols such as a shamrock or an equilateral triangle or an apple to illustrate the concept of the Trinity, yet no one or no example can adequately explain this mystery. God as being one in three persons is complex. It can be difficult to understand, much less try to explain. Our knowledge, our words, our images will never be sufficient to explain God in all of God's fullness. Yet we can know God and we can rest in the knowledge that God is always with us, always through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit. I think of the Trinity as the thread that pulls the Bible together. I know that some of you here may sew, and I can remember um, when my aunt would make me clothes and she would sew something together real tightly, and then she would pull a thread, and it would make the most beautiful pleats. And I apologize, I am not a sewer, so I may not have the right words, but I can remember the image of how that skirt would would come together through the pull of a thread. Scripture. The Word of God remains our primary source through which God reveals himself. Our text this morning is from John's Gospel, and um, if you don't want to follow along in your bulletin, I invite you to use your Bibles and listen to these words. It is here that in the Gospel of John, in previous chapters, Jesus has told the disciples that after he returns to the Father, he would send another to be with them forever. The one for whom Jesus was speaking was called the Advocate or the Spirit of Truth. And last Sunday, we celebrated how this Spirit was pour- promised and was fulfilled when God poured out. The Spirit on all people. Today, in our text, Jesus tells the disciples that when the Spirit comes, the Spirit would instruct them further and help them to understand even more. The teaching of the Spirit would not be anything new. It would be a development Um, a greater understanding would be given of the things that Jesus had already told them. And these things were not only for the present, but they were also for the future. Listen to our text this morning. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the spirit of truth comes He will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. The Word of God. Like Jesus, there are many things that I could say to you, but this morning I want us to focus in on one of the words in verse 14 when it says, The Spirit will glorify Jesus. In John's gospel, when he uses the word glorify, it means to make visible the presence of God, to reveal the majesty and the splendor of God in Jesus. Jesus reveals or makes visible the presence of God in one way that we know this, is from our time each year in the Advent and Christmas season when we declare Jesus Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus made God accessible to the people in antiquity, and Jesus makes God accessible to us. Jesus revealed God's character in all he did and all he taught, being fully human and fully divine. Jesus lived and died and was resurrected. But during the time when everyone thought that Jesus was gone forever, he was raised from the dead by, because of the love of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he returned to the people In this text, Jesus is telling the disciples that the Spirit will continue to make God's presence known in Him, in Jesus Christ. God reveals Himself in creation, God reveals Himself in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, and God reveals Himself in worship. There are times during worship when it is impossible to not feel or hear or sense that God's presence is with us through the music that we sing, through the prayers, and maybe even through a sermon or two. We experience the love of Jesus through those around us when we share the peace, when we hug each other, when we greet each other, when we encourage one another. And all the while, the Holy Spirit is moving around us and in us and through us. As I was reminded this week when we worship, We are not worshiping a guy from 2,000 years ago who did great things, even though he did. We are worshiping the risen Christ who is present in the world today, present in our hearts and in our lives, in our worship and our places of worship, in the elements when we celebrate Holy Communion And always in our neighbors. Figuring out the mystery of the Trinity, one God in three persons will never be fully understood, but the Trinity gives witness to the ongoing presence of God in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. Sometimes we are caught off guard when we experience the presence of the Trinity. Other times, we have to be mindful to be on the lookout for the Spirit moving and working in us and through us. Believing in the Trinity is a matter of complete faith and trust even though we can't fully understand among the various and many ways that God reveals Himself, we've acknowledged three ways God is made visible this morning. It is one thing to know about God, to know that God is love, to know about God's compassion, but it is another thing to know God through our experiences. For it is in and through our experiences, past, present, and future, that we are able to recognize and appreciate who God is and worship God. The Spirit says to us, I still have many things to say to you, and those things will be communicated to you through the work of the Holy Spirit who confirms Jesus' teaching in our hearts and who is constantly leading us to a deeper faith in the Trinity, shaping and molding us regardless of our age or our stage in life. We are still being molded into the likeness of Christ Please do not wait another year for Trinity Sunday to come around to think about the times that God has revealed himself to you in the beauty of creation through the love and kindness of others, sometimes through nudges, other times through big pushes, but nudges of the Holy Spirit. Recall the first words of our text I have many things to say to you. God is still speaking through Jesus. God is still speaking to us. And yet, it is not all revealed at one time. God continues to reveal God's presence in our lives. Jesus continues To show us how to love God and love others. And the Holy Spirit is with us and always working in our lives. A promise that was not only made to the disciples, but a promise that is made to us. And for this, we say, thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious, holy, and loving God, continue to stretch our minds with a deeper understanding of your truth. Be relentless to draw us more fully into the mystery of your love, that we may truly worship you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.